Steak jokes are a rare medium well done. Rare medium well done. It's a yeah, rare, I like that. It's a Welcome to the show. This is Working From Home, the podcast. To my left is the lovely Amanda. Hello. And to my right is the lovely Nick. Uh, but also, we must mention the lovely, lovely Steve. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's, that's so lovely to, to be introduced in such a lovely way. <laughs> oh, geez. Feels like someone's missing. Where's, where's Summer? Summer? Where's our queen? Where's our queen? Oh, no. What did you do with her? Oh, I left her in the tub too long. Oh, no. She's all wrinkly? I told you not to leave her in the tub too long. I did it again. Oh, man. Did she blow up like one of those little dinosaur toys? (sighs) No, but you remember in What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Leo's... Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. You left him in the tub. You did a classic What's Eating Gilbert Grape this summer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, she's... It's more of the mental PTSD. Um, So she has to... She has to sit this one out. I'm sorry. Well, she's that. accrued enough sick time. I think we can. Uh, oh yeah. Oh no no. We'll allow she's that. using her we'll vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soak her in some rice overnight. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, you know, working from home. Obviously, we're we're at work right now. But no, she's she's able to use her vacation time. She's actually getting eight, eight hours for it. So that's she's doing pretty good. Good deal. So yeah. She, she only usually works four, right? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And half yeah. of that she spends napping. Well. Just us three today. I think we can handle it. What I do think you think, huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, let's let let's get to it. I mean, it's it's your move, right? And uh, it, was a, it was a great freaking show. Now, now you, you didn't like. It. He's referencing the show today. He's referencing the but show it sounded already. Like it was yeah. a play on words. It was a play yeah. on words. He's the clever yeah. one, this Stephen. Uh, Nick, you didn't like the show, man. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised, but you know, we well, had our... no. First off, loved the show. Okay, would never okay. watch it again. <laughs> would never watch it again. <laughs> loved it. It was it was absurd. Now you guys know this was Jason Bateman's. I guess is this his breakout role. I guess this um, was the first Bateman. I'm confused if it was his breakout role or not because you know I was watching that YouTube thing and I think this is how this all started. Is Jason Bateman's career? He was talking about it. He actually was on Little House on the Prairie. Like he was on that show. He was like a little boy. Yeah, I know. Little boy. I don't remember any of the little boys on the show, but uh, he was one. He was the little so, boy. The, the head boy. I was to find out he was on it. I will say, Jason Bateman as a child does not really look that much like Jason Bateman as an adult. I just imagine like not a miniature adult version of Jason Bateman. He looks like... Completely different Completely boy. different. Yeah. Completely different boy. They must have swapped him at some point. I agree. I agree. It doesn't really look period. like himself at all. Um, he just looks like just a random child actor, teenage actor. He's a teenager in the show. Um, mm-hmm. And it's based off Chicago, just kind, you know, kind of like Ozark, right? Out no, of Chicago. It's, it's based. No, it's based out of uh, California. The neighbor right. was from Chicago. Neighbors from Chicago. Yes. Yeah. Keep up, Steve. Yes. But great show. I'm really excited to cover that today. I mean, there's a lot to cover here. There I think. really is. There's uh, a lot to unpack. Yeah. But before we get to that, we have a game to play, don't we? We got a game. We got a game. Uh, we're going to be one short here, but I think we can handle it, folks. What we're going to do here is best worst. Uh, now, this is a game where we're going to say something, a scenario or event that happens that is the best thing ever. And Nick, I think you're going to be good at this. Anything, anything that happens with you is the best thing ever. 
Yeah, so, I've had a lot of really great experiences. I'm very excited to share. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. And now on this on the flip side, if let's say Nick is going and talking about the best thing ever, Amanda or I are going to shout out best or worst, and that's how the story is going to go. It's either going to be something that's the worst thing that happened or the best thing, and we'll just kind of go in like a linear or try to keep it as linear as possible in a story, and things just keep going the best or worst way. Basically, we're flipping your very positive experience into a very negative experience at just the press of a button, the flip of a hat, the flick of a dog's tail. (laughs) It's just all going to happen so quickly. We're going to be going back and forth. Uh, who's going to keep up? I don't know. Best way to play this game, learn about how to play this game, is to listen. And uh, just the twist that we throw in here, audience can end at any time. So if Amanda's going, Steve and I can just press end. That's the end of the story. That's the end of that memory. Memory closed. I like it. And never spoken of mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. I like it. Ne- never spoken of again. And I guess, uh, what, do we vote? Is this a voting game? Are we voting on who had the best story? Worst I, story? I could do a competition here. Yeah, let's make sure. sure. Yeah. competitive. They'll score it. Okay, okay cool. So um, I want to hear something from Steve. I think uh, I've been wanting to hear this story from Steve for a long time. Steve. <laughs> you guys want it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Nick, yeah. we'll take it. We'll take it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they want. I, I was just bated breath here. Yeah. Okay. Um, Steve, I want to hear about the best holiday dinner you ever had. Oh man, I've heard you've had some good ones. The We've best holiday dinner I ever had, and that's a, that is good because you know I was either going for Christmas dinner or I had my Hanukkah dinner. Now my mother's side is Jewish, father's side Catholic. Boom, best of both worlds. So I'll talk to you about a Passover Seder in, in the spirit of the holidays. And, you know, it was the best rabbi ever that came in and was able to speak. Um, and wouldn't you know it, a bartender walks in, too. Worse. So and, and, and that bartender is the worst bartender. So we're getting all these crazy bartender rabbi jokes. Our priest friend comes over. He's the worst. Oh, my God. He was drinking. Best. The best drinks you've ever seen. I'm telling you, this bartender, it must have been a fluke occurrence. <laughs> and this bartender was making the best drinks you've ever seen. Uh, it put a smile on everyone's face. And then we worst. had the best, worst. Actually, interestingly enough, it was the best, worst brisket because of how <laughs> terrible it was. Oh, my God. This brisket was, like, number one. It won best prize for worst brisket. Dry. Uh, best. Smelled like roses because of how... <laughs> <laughs> because of the, uh, the aroma that you were getting from it. It, it was pungent, but in a, in, a, in a good way, in a really great way. Um, best. Because it was, best. <laughs> it was the best. I want it better. Better. It's just like that brisket was just so, ugh, you know, when you smell like nasty socks, but you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta smell that again. That's that was this brisket. Worst. <laughs> it was the worst of those smells, though, because <laughs> of you know, like I said, the bartender and you got the rabbi. He stunk also. <laughs> and <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after. 
Love it, love it. Very good, very good. I uh, I say that's because that's um. Yeah, I'm get, considering so giving my point to you. The for that. best. So just to recap, the best holiday dinner of his life was entirely smell centric. He was all focused on the <laughs> smells. You know, he was happy smells. for the drinks, but it was those smells that he remembers. Yeah, the drinks. The, the drinks were a good thing, even though we had the bartender and the priest, which those are those are two knuckleheads that you hate to see. But the rabbi, he's a good he's a good egg. The rabbi's a good egg. <laughs> you just hate to see him, you know, at your Seder of all places. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a great job, Steve. Who's excellent, next? Excellent. Excellent. I think Nick's next. Oh, I'm next. Nick's what do you next. want? What do you want um, from me? I got stories. Let's see here. Uh, Nick. Okay. I want to hear about your best experience at the mall, which is hard because I know you hate the mall. Oh, well, no, but I have a lot of really wonderful experiences and I don't mind telling you at all about them. All right. So, uh, yeah, one time I must have been a teenager. I head to the mall, uh, you know, Friday night. Everything is happening in the teenager's life. We go to the mall and there's a Dippin' Dots stand there, right? And I hate Dippin' Dots. (laughs) I just hate them. I wasn't expecting to see one and it really had me triggered, right? And I was ready to just... Best. I I was ready to just go over there and, you know, see what they would have to offer me. You know, I was like, what are they going to give me over here? And... You know, I, usually it's terrible customer service. This time, they gave me a free bowl of Dippin' Dots. Now, this bowl of Dippin' Dots, like, Worst. Worst. free, it was so small. It was the smallest bowl of Dippin' Dots. They didn't have enough for the night, so they gave me this tiny little bowl. They're like, hey, this is going to this is gonna make them a Dippin' Dots fan. Didn't make me a fan at all. I, if anything, I hated Dippin' Dots more after that, right? Better. So I go Best. over to my friend. <laughs> Best. <laughs> so I go over to my friend, and he's like, Hey man, you look unsatisfied with your Dippin' Dots. Here's all my Dippin' Dots and a few dollars out of my wallet. I'm like, wow, that was that's a real generous move. That's a worst. That's, that's all right, but I, I still can't <laughs> I can't forget about how you stole my teenage love from me. And you know what? This will not stand. I took those Dippin' Dots. I threw them right back in his face. I said, "Fuck you and your Dippin' Dots." Best. And he said, "It's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. Here's more <laughs> money out of my wallet." Here's more money for you, okay? Like, whatever it takes, I want to fix this friendship. And I'm like, you know, at that point, I'm considering, you know, he's a good guy. He's never done me wrong before. Worst. Uh, But I fucking hate him. I pushed him to the ground. I pushed him right into a Wetzel's pretzels. He got the hot cheese all over himself. You know that hot cheese? The the spicy jalapeno cheddar cheese you can dip the pretzel in? All over him. He's allergic to jalapenos. He's especially allergic to hot cheese. Uh, But... They let me go in there, clean it up, gave me a bunch of free pretzels. I was just wiping the cheese off of his body uh, with, with these pretzels. You know, the, they gave me a few filled with hot dogs. I was popping those left and right. I for, completely forgot about the previous incident. It was as if it never happened. You know, I'm just obs- I'm cheese obsessed at this point. Worst. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> the cheese was hot. That cheese was hot. It did burn my mouth. I had the skin peeling off the top of my mouth. That made me get even more angry at my friend. I was so pissed. I was like, how could you get all this cheese over you? Make me eat the cheese, and now my mouth's burned. You know? Like, that's not how I thought this was going to happen. And, and... <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then we made up, and, uh, you know, we're still friends to this day. Once in a while, we'll get together, and we will, uh, we will talk about the incident uh, in private, usually. Oh, my in goodness. Private. What a story. 
I can't believe you were brave enough to share that with us. Yeah, so and brave. it's true. And you guys timed out the best worst perfectly because that was a true story. Wow. I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to get this t- next part. And then you guys said worse. And I was like, well, this is where it got worse. <laughs> you know, I think you know? it's interesting that Steve had a prompt about a dinner and he talked all about the smells. You had a prompt about the mall and you talked all about food. I expected a different Yeah, food. And then, and then there, this but... really dark friendship is what it was. I mean, it was a friendship. Very dark. A guy who took your love, your teenage love, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you. That's yeah. That's really what all this was about. Wow, that was that was a tearjerker. Welcome to my life. You think that's the only story where I uh, wipe hot cheese off someone with a pretzel and eat it? Oh, yeah, no. they let you clean it. That was the, that was a good part. They, <laughs> let, you, <laughs> they let me clean it. Because <laughs> they knew what a cheese... I'm not a Dippin' Dots fan, huge cheese fan. I think I was wearing a shirt that said number one cheese fan. I'm really interested in that conversation. Like, look, bud, hey, I see you just pushed your friend over here. You just assaulted him into our store. You, do you want to come on in here and clean up some cheese? <laughs> I'll some give you some pretzels. Is that how it went? Yeah, that's... I mean... Pretty much verbatim. Wow. Yeah. That's a wonderful, wonderful experience. Thank you for sharing, Nick. For some reason, I was picturing uh, it was like the Wetzel's pretzels was a shack. And when, when the, <laughs> like you a got flimsy pushed. shack. When, when your friend got pushed into it, it just all fell apart. And you were just stuck like cleaning up all the pieces along with the hot, melty cheese. I would, <laughs> like all jokes aside, I would love an opportunity to clean up some Wetzel's pretzels cheese, you know. <laughs> if my sponge is a pretzel and the trash can is my mouth. I would hope the floor is sanitary. That's all I'm concerned about. What's going to be on that floor? Just more cheese debris and pretzel debris. It's only going to make the treat better. That's true. That's a good yeah. point. Plus, there were some hot dogs thrown in there, right? Yeah, they got the hot, they got the pretzel-covered hot dogs. Act like you don't know. You know about <laughs> the pretzel-covered hot dogs. Everyone right. knows about them. <laughs> so I, I think it's my turn to prompt Amanda here. Um, Lay it on me. I want to know about the best date you've ever went on. The best date I ever went on. Okay. Okay, so best date that I ever went on. Um, Well, it was a beautiful day to start. Uh, I was wearing a real cute outfit, and so was my date. We were dressed as bunnies, actually, uh, and we were on our way to the carnival. Um, (laughs) So we get to the carnival. Worst. Uh, It's closed. It's totally closed. It was a real bummer. We had wasted our bunny outfits. Um, We don't know where to hop to next. But then it turns out one of the carnies sneaks around the side of the building and says, hey, hey, you want to go to the carnival all by yourselves? This place is totally open in here. We're like, oh, sweet. So of Worst. course we're going to take advantage of an opportunity from a carny, even though he doesn't look very trustworthy. So we go in, and what do you know? It's a carny trap. We get thrown into the lion cage, uh, and uh, we don't know what's going to happen next. Uh, we figure Best. we're going to part of a carnival act, which we had always wanted to do. So little did we realize that we were going to be part of this awesome adventure where we become part of the carny festival. Um, so we begin to you know, practice our tricks together, as you do. Um, you know, the lion, very, very well behaved, like a giant house cat, really. You would know if you watched um, uh, Tiger King. And uh, yeah, we, you know what? We're doing just fine. We're really impressing no one, unfortunately. <laughs> and so immediately after uh, we do our performance, which I guess was lackluster, the, the Carney King, the yes. ringleader, says, you know what? I see a lot of potential in you kids. We're going to put you through a few more rounds of practice. Before you know it, you'll be in the three-ring circus with us. So we begin training our hearts out, really putting our heart and soul into, into learning. Uh, but we just kept breaking our legs. <laughs> 
we just yeah. kept. I'll do it. Just, uh, oh, man. It really, it really threw off the whole act. I mean, first it was my left, then it was my right, then it was his left, and then just Best. the whole tibia. Uh, but that did give us the opportunity to go to the hospital, um, where <laughs> we were able to escape from these deranged carnies uh, and realize that we had Stockholm syndrome the entire time. Worse. Uh, but then we really missed them <laughs> because that's how Stockholm syndrome works. <laughs> And so we were crying. I'm sorry, I'm crying. This is a really emotional story for me. Um, yeah, so we we were covering in the hospital, and uh, we just think, gosh, if only if only we had impressed the carnies initially from the and very beginning. And we never went to the carnival again. Oh, wow. I thought you missed them. Well, we do, but it's just too painful. It's too painful to think about. Thank you. Thank you. Heart-wrenching story for me. Oh, I was doing the snap claps. Oh, oh, oh wow. Oh, that's classy. Yeah. From our poetry slam from yeah. last episode. Thanks, yeah, thanks, exactly. Steve. I, I appreciate it. I'm glad you thought it was poetic. Well, I loved that story. That was entertaining. It had twists and turns. It was a wild ride, let me tell you. Yeah, and like, it wasn't just a festival. It was a carny festival. <laughs> like, yeah, and we were wearing bunny suits for some reason. I think it was Easter. So there was this like a festival of like carnies running around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they were well, doing you their don't... little acts. What you don't realize is there's a whole a whole underground for carnies. Uh, you know, the carnival, that's just like a sideshow, really, for what they really do in private. It's nuts. It's nuts, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, the carnies don't get the love that they deserve. Um, they don't. So you guys started off, you know, it was a nice, cute date. It was a, it was a carnival. It was a carnival. It was a carnival. Um, the carnival and was closed, got was... kidnapped by another carny, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. That's just the way she goes sometimes. Yeah. Wow. We've all been there. Some things will never change. If you've That's had a similar crazy. experience, be sure to write in to Working From Home, the podcast. We want to hear about it. Please do. All right, Steve, I want to hear a story from you. I want to hear about your first best friend, you know, the first one you ever had. Yeah, my first best friend was amazing. Um, he actually taught me three different languages uh, before we were even eight years old. Uh, Worst. Because... He had been through a crisis in which he had to travel from country to country, fleeing <laughs> from war and poverty. Um, oh, no. And he was that. just such a mature person, but it, the, the, the stuff that he had been through, uh, you know, would really make, give you hope in this world because not a lot of people are able to go through <laughs> moments of crisis. In these times, you really have to strive for, you know, positivity and Worst. this little boy... My best friend, at the ripe age of eight, was destined for prison. So they sent him <laughs> off. <laughs> they sent him off to a uh, minimum security uh, prison Bet. off of the coast of uh, of Mexico. And it actually, the food there was really good, uh, <laughs> and there was a lot of activities uh, during the day, such as reading. Um, you know, he knows three languages, but he was able to learn three more. Uh, in prison uh, before the age of 11. And, you know, at this point, uh, there, you know, he's playing sports, he's making friends, um, he's thinking that, you know, he can cut ties with all of those terrible people that he dealt with outside of prison that were scheming to kill him uh, at 11 years old. My goodness. Um, they, these people, the reason he was in jail from the beginning um, was that he was actually trying to donate money for children with cancer. I mean, he was actually a really great person. They sent them um, in prison for that? I'm sorry? 
Yeah, they did because no actually because he Steve trusted started. he trusted his partner um, to uh, take care of this money, but uh, it was Worse. actually uh, used for uh, the drug cartel, uh, the Mexican drug cartel. So actually, a lot of that money was being used for drug money. It was very dirty money. It got pinned on my best friend. The cancer um, donation money. Correct. Mm. Was used for Mexican drug cartel. Right. Best. The Mexican drug cartel, they are good people too. And they <laughs> were able to give back that money to the same foundation. And so you had this transferring of money from uh, donation center to Mexican drug cartel. It looked really strange on all accounts. So they had to just put my friend in prison. Um, he learned Worst. three more languages and again, they were trying to kill him. I told you about that earlier. So they ended up coming into his uh, prison. Actually, one of the police officers was, in fact, a part of that gang. King came in, gave him his last supper, if you will, uh, which was a sh- terrible, awful supper. Dry yes. steak. The mashed potatoes were good, though. They were very good. There was garlic and cheddar. And, uh, but it, and, then, um, and it really only got better from there. Uh, apple pie strudel. Uh, for dessert, which had the poison that did him off. Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> and there was actually, yeah, and so my friend has died, and oh you can't so get much worse than that. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you experienced such I, loss. You know, I've heard about these weird cancer donation Mexican drug cartel rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You hear yeah. about them all the time, you hear I feel about like. Them. I didn't you hear know I had that so close to me. You know? Yeah, yeah, me too. You know, I feel like we've, we've touched on the Mexican drug cartel so many times in our show. Like Steve's had a lot of uh, run-ins. You know, it's, <laughs> uh, it makes sense yeah. now. It all makes Makes oh, yeah. sense. That's right. Wow. Uh, what was what was the name of, of your of your best friend who is so prolific and knew so many languages at the age of eight? Giuseppe Mato. A uh, common name in common. the Giuseppe Mato because it, you know yes. he had he had he was Italian, Spanish, American. And he uh, had a hunchback. Wow, just, what a story! Just like quasi Giuseppe. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you for sharing, Steve. Thank I know you. that you know that had to be tough. Reliving it was, that. It was very difficult, uh, I, but I hope, I hope it, it helps someone out there. I really do. <laughs> I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Well, wonderful story, Steve. Thank you for sharing. And uh, Nick, I think uh, it's time for us to hear about... Now, I'm going to flip this on the head for a minute here. I want to hear about your worst teacher you ever had. My worst teacher. I'm not going to name any names. I'm just going to say that right from the get-go. But my worst teacher was a real jerk. Okay, this teacher, I'm talking homework every night. Penalties if the homework was late. Um, If you were sick, she'd show up at your house. She'd hit you with a ruler. She'd hit you with a ruler. But, you know, using that ruler on me really helped me learn my inches, my centimeters, my feet. Uh, but that's as far as I got. It was just a ruler. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I learned a lot about tiny measurements, I'd say, from her. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. That, that's been invaluable for my life. I mean, there's a lot of tiny things that I measure uh, in my Worst. day to day. Um, and, you know, those things just get me super, super angry because they're so small. And I want to measure bigger things. I want to measure bigger things. But this teacher, no. You know, she comes to my house, the tiny little ruler, we're talking 12 <laughs> inches, one foot, however many centimeters that is, and now I can't measure anything bigger? You know, does that seem fair? Best. Does that seem fair? Kind of. You know, <laughs> it kind of does seem fair to me. Like, why should I be able to measure all the big stuff? 
You know, like this teacher, I, yeah, I look back and I like, yeah, it hurt getting spanked when I have strep throat with a ruler. But, you know, at the end of the day, she was doing it for me. And that's why, you know, every once in a while I Worse. go to the school and I shit on her desk. <laughs> I just take a big steamy one right on her desk because I can only measure tiny, tiny things. You know? <laughs> like People are like, hey, will this couch fit? No, it won't fit. And that's why every year I go and I shit on that desk and I try to do it in front of her. And usually when I do do it in front of her, best, she thanks me. She thanks me. She gives me, she, she, she's like, Hey, you know what? Here's another ruler. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. I got a whole collection of rulers. Every time I see her, I expect her to be screaming. I mean, she should be gone by now. She's old as dirt, but uh, no, she's still there. She's still taking care of me even in my ripe old age, you know? So yeah, I mean, I have a way more negative things to say about her, but at this point, I'd like to focus and on the good, the good things that she did, which was teach me how to measure tiny, tiny things. Wonderful story. Thank you, Nick. That was quite a teacher. I, I thought the capital punishment was uh, corporal punishment. What is it? Capital? Corporal? It really worked for me, whatever it is. Well, whatever it is. <laughs> Didn't realize like, that was still legal. I like getting to know these people. You know, we really <laughs> get to know, you know, like this teacher, you know, yeah. and her yeah. ways. She comes over and she hits you with a ruler, but she appreciates when you shit on her desk, so. <laughs> She's like, I taught this boy well. <laughs> that shit is exactly a- three square inches. <laughs> Precise. Right. Okay, oh, I got a call coming in from Summer. Let me take this. Hey, Summer, how you doing? Oh, not good. Oh, my, my ears hurt. Oh, you're, you shouldn't have stayed in the tub so long, you dummy. Oh, I'm so wrinkly from all the water. Did you get enough rice? Are you covered in rice right now? Yeah. Yeah, okay, because you got to make sure you're completely covered. Okay. Okay, we miss you on the show. We're hoping you come back soon. Okay, is Amanda there? Yeah, I'm here, Summer. Hey, how oh, you doing, bud? Hey, Amanda. Um, I, uh, I tried the cheese. Um... <laughs> In, in my coffee thing? That just tasted horrible. Yeah, well, you didn't use enough cheese then there, Summer. <laughs> oh. right, just try, try a little more. bit more. I'll try, try a little bit more. Okay, all right. Hey, hey, your voice sounds a little a little strained. Do you have a sore throat? Yeah. <laughs> She's been soaking in water and then rice. Oh. It's understandable, Summer. Oh, we Summer. Oh, keep drinking coffee. Just add a little bit more cheese there, babe. All right, I'm going to go watch What's Eating Gilbert Grape. All right. <laughs> Get your rest. Get some rest. <laughs> All right. Well, that was nice of her to call. Yeah, that was really sweet. We yeah. miss her. Yeah, we definitely miss her. Yeah, that was um, yeah, that was really, really touching. Show's not the same without Summer. It's not. No. That's no, true. But That's we good. will persevere. We got, a lot, we got a lot of ground to cover That's still. That's true. You know, And she'll be back next week to help us cover it. Well, hey, yeah. Amanda, it's your move. It's my move. It's your yeah, move. Yeah, we're going to talk about it's your move. <gasps> it's my move. It's your move. Oh, no, yes. It's your move. I love it's your move. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this program as much as I hated it. Very she similar calls to this it a last program. Game. Yes. No, that's what old people call it. Program. Well, a program. Yeah, no, it was made in like, what, 86. Uh, there was only one set for this pilot. Yeah, it's a program. I felt that it was an appropriate <laughs> okay, word so for it. There's, an, there's a date range I, where you call it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, the TV okay. today is not programming. It's a... Okay. Uh, it's just uh, streaming. It's, it's, it's uh, the internet. Yeah, it's the internet. Uh, I don't know what the terminology is. 
Um, I wonder if in the future they're just going to say, oh, do you want to come over to my house, watch the internet? I mean, I feel like we're close, right? Yeah, but then you would, that's, you would be an old person if you said that. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay. I think at some point we're just going to have like slang for it. Like, hey, you want to come over and eat some pixels? Eat some pixels? That, you think eat some pixels? You think that's what they're going to say? That's what they're going to say. That's like <laughs> cool kid lingo in 2032. Nice. Oh, that's totally gnarly. Eat some pixels. I well, feel like, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Wow, well, I feel like Jason Bateman in, uh, in It's Your Move would say that. So the premise for this show, we have the pilot here. We were fortunate enough to watch the, uh, what was it, about a 23-minute pilot. Not, not too long. It was kind of, you know, it felt like it dragged on. But, you know, we had a, just one set, like I said, a few characters. Jason Bateman is a kind of a slimy teenager uh, yeah. trying to scheme on his friends, uh, his mother, the neighbor, pretty much anyone he can get his hands on. Yeah, he's basically a narcissist. Um misogynist is i think the best best way to think of him well, in my I opinion don't, i don't know if misogyny is the right word he was mostly looking out for his mother but he was uh, t- uh taking advantage of his sister's diary at one point and pointing out a few things mm. that maybe you wouldn't want to do in your group of male friends yeah and I, but i like how nick is defending jason bateman here i like that well believe me uh he's, he did a lot in the show that rubbed me the wrong way but you know misogyny I don't think that was it. Well, let me let me follow me here for a minute. So he actually, you think that he's helping out his mom, right? Little Jason Bateman, he's being the sweet little boy. He's putting money into his mom's wallet when she's not looking. Uh, but right. it's all under the idea that he has that he must control and manipulate everyone around him, including his mom. He's pushing this guy Mort on her, who she clearly doesn't like, because Mort has a bunch of money. He's consistently uh, trying to mess up all of her other dates so that she goes with the man that he selects. Uh, and Mort's, Mort's catchphrase, I think, speaks to uh, exactly what kind of a guy he is. Uh, they reference this later in the show, uh, which is, uh, I guess, Mort owns a lumberyard, and his tag line is a woman is just a woman but you can build things with wood amen yes i mean best line in the show i gotta say but that it is a wild line i think that it just goes to show that what what little jason bateman really wants is a man who will control and manipulate a woman in his life meaning uh, jason bateman's mom but that uh, Jason Bateman will still be able to control and manipulate this uh, man that she chooses and also reap the benefit of him having a lot of money. So now, I wanted up... to meet this guy. I wanted to meet the I know, Mort. We wanted to meet this you whole know? episode. He never appeared. That's no. right. Not enough budget for Mort. Well, we did get introduced to a lot of characters based on the how they did at the beginning. You know, there was people knocking on the door and Jason Bateman, little Jason Bateman. Let's call him 16-year-old Jason Bateman. I was yeah, thinking around take. there. I mean, he, in real life, he's probably 16, 17 um, when he filmed this. Um, eh, maybe maybe early 20s. but um, I would say he was like 14. You would think 14? 13, okay. 14. Yeah, he was just a yeah. tall, tall little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the people that we get introduced to is the neighbor who just moves in. And little Jason Bateman tries to scheme on him, tries, tries to do his little scam that he was doing. Can uh, I chime in real quick? Sure. Uh, one person they introduced before the neighbor was the landlord who came by to let tiny little 16-year-old Jason Bateman know that he rented out the place. Yeah, he gave him the lease. He showed him the lease. He showed him a lease. Like, no <laughs> one's ever done that to me. private document. Right. Hey, this guy's moving in. Here's the no, lease. 
This has given me the impression that Jason Bateman, until now, has really taken up the taken up the patriarchal role in this household. Mm-hmm. You know, he really oh God, he yeah. thinks he's the man of the house for sure, at least. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, but well, and so the, landlord the landlord is also res- yeah, the landlord is respecting his position as man of the house, which right. you know, really strange. Also, the landlord, uh, the actor looked a lot like an elongated Danny DeVito. Anyone yes. else get that vibe? Mm-hmm. Definitely. I thought it was for a second because yeah. they poor they VHS couldn't quality. cast Danny DeVito in that, so they got that guy. They got that guy. Budget Danny DeVito. Oh, also, by the way, right. huge, huge detail we've overlooked so far. This episode was directed by a, was it Danny Boners? Peter Boners. Peter Boners. Peter Boners. Peter Boners now, yeah. that is the person who is credited. <laughs> kind of, the name just jumps out at you at the screen <laughs> right at the end. Peter Boners. That was the funniest um, part of the show for yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> that really, you know, I would watch it just to see that name pop up more. And it's Boners with a Z at the uh-huh. end. Boners uh-huh. with a Z. Literally Boners with a Z. Is this a, a Canadian show? Because Canadians he have hilarious did. last names. He actually did a lot of stuff. He did, um, let's see, he did... Uh, Police Academy Six. That's true. Wow. Oh, he directed Police Academy Six. He di- he directed um, Man on the Moon. Jim Carrey. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, at least he's credited on it. Maybe he didn't direct it, but he is credited on Man on the Moon. He did. Uh, well, that's it. But that's enough for me. <laughs> We're probably well. That that you know. Hey, that's a good film. Uh, and also, you know, Danny DeVito with Taxi kind of playing in there. But um, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why they casted the landlord. Yeah. They're like Peter Boners, Jim Future. <laughs> we need to yes. get the guy that looks like Danny DeVito. Exactly. Exactly. So it could make sense for Steve. It's the only way it. we're getting boners. We got to get the DeVito look like we're not getting boners without him. <laughs> That's right. DeVito's going to give us the boners. We got to get boners. Oh, the number of times I've heard you say that, Nick. How are we going to get boners? I know the writer on this show was like, we need boners for this. This show is nothing without boners. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, needless to say, they got boners. They got him. They got got boners. They They probably got got boners when they got Bateman, you know? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, everyone (laughs) got. I mean, I think maybe Bateman came before boners, but boners might might have came before Bateman. <laughs> mm, I think boners clearly occurred after Bateman. Oh, after Bateman. You think Bateman came and that's I, what got boners on I board. think that Bateman <laughs> induced boners. Yeah. In, enticed boners, I should say. Yeah, ba- well, Bateman's always enticing boners. With everything he's done, all his acting, boners has been standing there on the sidelines, just <laughs> cheering him on. That's right. <laughs> you know, all this, all this giggling, you guys, is reminding me of the excessive laugh tracks in this show. Oh. Uh, well, well I, I, maybe you, you, could, you can differ, but it was shocking to me. I mean, we now, in the age of, uh, you know, streaming and all that, like, we don't hear a lot of laugh tracks. I think that it has become a thing of the past. So it was very startling to me to suddenly realize there are many, many people laughing at this occurring. Right. And it, you know, it to me, it seemed like the show was being filmed live. I like it really felt mm. like that because there were, were times where Bateman is sitting there. You know, he pauses for the laughter. You know, there was time oh, where yeah. Eli, Eli's his dumb friend. They really made a point of pointing out how dumb this kid yeah. was in the show. Right. Couldn't, Couldn't spell, spell special. Yeah, like spells it without an I. Um, yeah, well, ma- many shows in like around that time were performed. You know, they would say at the beginning, this shows. Family Matters was performed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah, what was that accent? Uh, what accent? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say Family Matters was performed. That was uh, Henry Winslow or whatever his name was. What was his name? Uh, Carl. Carl Winslow. That's who it was. Um, um, 
you know, they kind of got rid of my suspension and disbelief when all of a sudden this whole studio is filled with people on the pilot of this show. There's no way this show has this many fans who think this show is that funny. That's why I think it was a track. I think that it was recorded and they just coached the actors to give a natural pause, an unnatural pause, actually, is what it was. Like, you don't say... I love oh, you. That would be interesting. You don't say I love you and then have a just a roaring laugh after that. Normally, well, I don't think. One of, the, one of the jokes that had a pause and they used it twice was Norman. You're gonna laugh. And I First, loved that great that, catch that was, line. Like it's yeah. like a great tagline, whatever it is. Yeah. Like he, that was good. Was good. Yeah, I'm gonna start using that. You're gonna every, laugh <laughs> every time I screw up, and I bring it to one of you guys, Stephen. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> I, I think that I think that Bateman was, you know, like he. You could tell that it was him at times with his acting. Um, I was kind of watching that, um, and then you had, like you mentioned, you know, the guy from Chicago. So the, the guy moves in from Chicago, Norman. Um, Norman, who you know is moving in, swooping in on the mom, on Bateman's mom, and you know, I'm thinking, man, if this was an Ozark episode. This guy would be an FBI agent coming in from, from uh, Chicago. And, you know, Bateman's already negotiating with him. He brings in the coffee. Uh, he gets, gets Norman going a little bit. They, these guys were going tit for tat the whole episode, mm-hmm, by the way. Mm-hmm. Scheming each other. You know, Bateman schemes Norman into asking Bateman's sister about a some sort of school paper that she needed help with writing, but she needed to think that she was helping the writer. The guy from Chicago is a writer. Right. Yeah. 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 So she, that was, so, the, that so, was the ultimate scheme. Yeah. yeah. I, well, but we don't really know what the goal was there. I think it was so Bateman could get in the house because they hid something under his floorboards. Uh, That's yeah. what I was picking up. It was a really weird scenario. Also, <laughs> like, how does this sound? Like, hi, strange man who just moved in across the hall. Why don't you take my teenage sister somewhere alone? Right. Yeah, but trick her. Make sure trick you're tricking her. Make sure her. you're tricking <laughs> She'll her. She'll never go if you're not tricking Make her. Make her think yeah, thank that God she's that he helping ran into, you. Thank God he ran into his mother. Who's an appropriate age for him yeah. to pursue. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. totally going to do it. That's the thing. The guy was going to do it. They don't address that. Yeah. <laughs> this new guy shows up from Chicago, literally unemployed. They point that out in the show. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah. he's, no, he's nowhere near as good as Norm. Or is, yeah. Nor- or is it? Is Wait, no, Norm? no, no. His name is Norm. Uh, you're thinking of Mort. Mort, yeah, Mort, the lumberyard owner. He's not as good a candidate. He's not a good selection for his mother uh, because he doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. So either way, it wasn't even had nothing to do with his mom. You, I, as an audience member, I wasn't even uh, considering the fact that Norm might end up with the mom. But next thing you see, you know. <laughs> well, now, Nick, he- you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh. <laughs> But he ends up with his mom. And Bateman's not okay with Norman banging his mom. I mean, you can tell right off the bat. And And that just makes Norm want to bang his mom even more. He's just like, he's challenged by this and is like, oh, I'm going to fuck your mom, boy. (laughs) That's that's like his one goal throughout the episode. He's He's like, all right, you think you're smarter than me? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be your new daddy. (laughs) And he does. Son him at the end of the episode, he walks up to him and he says, look, I'm going to be with your mom and you're just going to accept it. Put her there. He says, and I'm he, smarter than you. Yeah. He says that. Yeah. He says, I'm smarter than you because he knows that Bateman's going to be tricking him. You know, he yep. knows that Bateman's going to be coming at him, but he's going to come back with everything he's got, mm-hmm. this norm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That just made me respect him more. So Bateman could not convince Norman that he was Newsweek and sent 
Norman a letter, you know, giving him a job in New York. Big, yeah, yeah, this, ooh, this a was a big scheme. There was a big Could scheme. Could not do it, and that faltered, but he did get him on the other scheme, which was mm. that he was going to have a check being sent to him from, I guess it was like Atlantic something or another Place. Atlantic Monthly, I think. How many Something. how many letters do you think Bateman sent to this guy posing right. as different organizations that could hire him? Like, is he going right. to get, like, 50 acceptance letters in the next three months, like, I thinking mean, he has a job day, every time? At the end of the day, Bateman is those, like, telemarketing people just trying to think of different ways they can get you to give them your credit card information. He's like, all right, well, I'll send in five different letters. With <laughs> One of them has to stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, of course, the whole you're going to laugh happens at the end. And then freeze frame directed by Peter Boners. And beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful ending to the it's show. Beautiful it was. ending, yeah. It really was. tied it all together. Um, um, well, I guess we'll switch it up a little bit here for, I guess, for parody's sake. On a scale of one to Boners, what, what, do, you, what do you say, Nick? This is, uh, you know, it had that, that Boner stamp on it, you know, mm-hmm. that you only get mm-hmm. from Boners. It really, you could see his, uh, you could just see his mark all over it. Um, oh, you're doing the boner stick thing again? Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys need Peter Boners. I'm not dropping the boners thing. <laughs> the boner, this episode is all about Peter Boners to me. Yeah, no, I'm giving it uh, Raging Hard On. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amanda, be, Amanda, be careful over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. You know, I have to go uh, with a full boners over here as well uh, as my ranking. Um, Maybe not a raging heart on level, but full boner. Full boners for sure. Full boners. uh, Excuse me. (laughs) Boners. And uh, Peter boners. Peter R. boners. Yeah. Peter uh, Regina boners. Um, Yeah. I'll throw throw it a bone over here. I'll give it a bone. Uh, I, I like to shorten the word if I can, and I have an opportunity uh, mm-hmm. You know, look, it was it was a good episode. It was a good pilot. It caught my attention, honestly. I thought uh, I was going to go into this and not really like it. I enjoyed the episode, guys. I don't know if you guys were feeling that. Uh, but Jason Bateman was, uh, leaning, you know, they actually um, had to take it off the air because Bateman was such a bad influence. Uh, he became like a really bad influence for children, teenage, teenagers. Is that true? Yeah, so they had to I take it off I fully believe that. Wow. Yeah, I totally got, believe that. It, it he gets, was crazy in that. He was a manipulating busybody is what he was. I, I honestly, his character I hated, but I loved to hate him, which made it a and, good show. And he was just like, I feel like his character in Ozark, wasn't he? Like in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like well, wheeling and dealing. Like, maybe a, a little. Yeah, yeah. I think he still had that classic Bateman attitude that he comes to everything he does with. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. That, Almost like that. He, it's kind of like an egotistical kind of sense about him. That right. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what I like about mm-hmm. him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Definitely. exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it, it's it, one one of the things he does is he walks into a room really fast, catch you off guard. That's what Bateman does. He's like, <laughs> that's he's like a classic guy. move. He comes pouring down the stairs as fast as he can just to see what's going on. I would love to be in the Bateman household. Just see him charge downstairs super <laughs> fast. You're gonna laugh. You know. <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see it. Yeah, oh, I mean, right. I did. I liked it. If if you're in the mood for a classic, I mean, that's like what was it? Eighty four, I think, is when that was. It's the classic sitcom. I mean, it's right up there with Roseanne. It's right up there with Married with Children. If you want to talk about misogyny, Married with Children. That's that's the one to that's return right. to. Yeah, exactly. So that this one was... is. I can't believe that was ever. On and the air. Norman in this show was actually the original Steve 
the neighbor in he's always the neighbor in Married with Children. That was the same actor. Oh, I didn't was realize he also that. the neighbor in Home Improvement, maybe? No, he we may, only ever saw maybe he, he was actually. Been. We he only ever saw been. his eyes. Yeah, either way, I loved it. I mean, I thought it was great. I don't think I would watch it again. I mean, especially now, it's like, you know, I think what Bateman's doing now is just so great. I agree. Big Bateman he's so, fan. He's over so here. brave. He's so brave. So brave. I have to call customer service right now for something. I think each of you guys have some issues you need to bring up. So we yes. just thought we would just do it on the air and kind of get it out, see how these customer service people react. Yeah, let's I get some calls. Yeah. How these people are going to react. Yeah, I mean, I first off, I need answers. Yeah, these are not prank phone calls. These are real phone calls that mm-hmm. we need answers for. Anyways, we thought you guys might enjoy that. Oh, fruit and veggies. You bring the meat. We bring the chainsaw. Hi, yeah, thank you so much uh, for taking my call. Uh, really glad for the short hold time there. Yeah, what can I do for you today? Uh, well, I was calling because I'd like to place an order. Um, and uh, also... Uh, well, wait, you, we don't, you know that we don't let you place orders with us. What are you calling about? Are you aware of our business? Yeah, well, well actually, you know what? Maybe I misunderstood. Can you, can you tell me again what you do? Fruit and veggies. You bring the meat, we bring the chainsaw. Yeah, um... <laughs> That's that's why I'm calling. Is I really don't understand your service. I've been paying the subscription fee for months, and I thought I was going to get an order in well, the mail. Well, you have to pay the subscription fee. Well, yeah, but then what am I getting out of the per- subscription? We, the chainsaw. The chainsaw. But I, I don't need a chainsaw if I don't have fruit and veggies. We didn't tell you to sign up. <laughs> yes, you did. You sent me so many e-blasts saying like, it was the best service ever. Those were suggestions. Uh, just, uh, well, you know, okay. So 94% of our clients love it when we bring the chainsaw. At least, is there so, okay, okay, let's, let's get to the other topic that I wanted to address. Is there somewhere I can bring my meat? <laughs> you tell us. <laughs> you signed up. This is very important. Can I speak to your manager, please? I am the manager. This is, there's only one person here, and that's me. Do you own the company? I get a lot of phone calls. So it's like, what do you want? Uh, you I guess bring your meat? I want to cancel my subscription. We can't let you do that. Why not? Because you haven't let us bring the chainsaw. Well, okay. We're not going to cancel it. So you paid for services. We need to at least supply the service. Okay. All first. right. All right. All right. When can you bring the chainsaw? Whenever when, you want. When's the earliest appointment? Do you, well, do you have enough meat? Uh, let me make sure. Hang on. Checking my fridge. Yeah, I got some meat. How much meat? Like Enough. <laughs> more than enough. We only bring the chainsaw. For Are you more laughing than at me? That is not oh, okay. Look, I take a thousand of these phone calls a day. Everyone wonders where this I'm bringing terrible, the chainsaw. Bring terrible the meat, customer and I'll bring service. the chainsaw. All right, fine. Bring it tomorrow. Two o'clock. Text me. At this number? No, my other number. What's your other number? <laughs> it's in the e blast. God damn it. Okay, I'm done. That I'm about to send. You don't right. have it yet. I'm texting you. Bye. Bye. Oh that was so God. rude. Can you believe that guy? <laughs> that I, guy was. I'm paying way too much in subscription fees. Oh my s- God! What's going on with that guy? What, what is his name? Do we do we know his name? You know what? I didn't I don't get even his think name. He introduced himself. He did not. He was oh just uh, not on top of this. Uh, I I don't know how they have so many customers. Right. Uh, well, I mean, we have to I find don't this think guy. They have that many customers. It's you, one guy. Do you think I'm the only customer? <laughs> I'm the only one dumb enough to pay for this subscription where they come to me with a chainsaw? That Maybe. sounds threatening, actually. I don't know. I, this was another another yeah. subscription did I placed. You think, when, what did you think you night. were signing up for? 
Honestly, I thought it was a fruit and veggie delivery service. I thought it was like uh, one of those go fresh boxes or the uh, the fruits and veggies to your door oh. delivery. I, I thought that I was getting like some kind of a meal to go service. Or you didn't the, read the fine print, huh? I didn't read the fi- I didn't read the big print either. Apparently, they oh, only wow. bring chainsaws to my house and only respond via text or oh, rude it phone said calls. That in the big print. Well, it's it's uh, <laughs> fruits, veggies, and meat. Uh, you bring the meat, we bring the chainsaw. Maybe. I think that was the name of it. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, that was, I got to check my credit slogan. card statement. That was the yeah, slogan. Fruits and veggies, you bring the meat, we bring the chainsaw. Now, that was either a slogan or it was the name of the company, which would be a very long name. You for know what? Company. I'm, I'm going to check my credit card statement really quick. You have paper statements still? Yeah, I do. I, paper see, I'm all digital. I, yeah. I, yeah, I know. It's she really has to print them out. This is why yeah. I have so many subscriptions I completely forget about. I need to call about. Um, okay, so... You this know, there's bank apps just, and everything. Okay, all that it How says... How many Sissy's Playhouse subscriptions do you have right have now? Many, many right now, and they're oh, all Nick, worth Oh, Nick, you're being it. kind Every of intrusive penny. over there. Jeez. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, sorry, I see someone's credit card statement. I'm going to look. It's understandable. <laughs> I wanted you to see it. Um, but <laughs> I, I see, I do see the charge, the recurring charge for them, and it just says, uh, pay to the order of Guiseppo. I think that's what this subscription is. It's every month, $59.99. Well... Is that know. your friend from... Giuseppeo? Giuseppio! <gasps> that was not his name. It was Giuseppe Moto. <laughs> Giuseppe Moto. Oh, must sorry. be a different guy. Really? He's my friend, Nick. Giuseppio is what I call him. Oh, sorry. and that's yes. also how he signs off his credit card transactions? That's how he no, analyzes them? What, Amanda, what does it say? I'm sure it says Giuseppe Moto. It says Giuseppe Moto. I just I can't speak Italian. It's, yeah. it's Giuseppe Moto. Wait, so does that, does that mean he's alive? I think he's alive, according to this credit card statement I got. I think that that was him. Did his voice sound familiar? And you're funding him <laughs> for chainsaws. Well, I I guess uh, if it's for a good cause, then maybe I don't feel so bad about this. I don't this think we have any idea what cause he's about. You That's have to true. cancel that. You have to cancel that bank account immediately. You know what? I'm gonna do, do that. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Chop up this credit card here. Well, it could be donating to cancer research. You never know oh, with Giuseppe well, Moto. Sure. <laughs> it at could this be point, cartel I don't money, know. though. I don't know. It's either no, cartel it is, money it or is. cancer research. If I'm closing all no, my it, accounts. Yeah, that's best. I mean, it's Anyways, to I really gold. hope you get this sorted out. I mean, thank you. Thank you. You can, you can see it it's seems, a, it's difficult. I don't think we made any progress there. I don't think so, we'll but thank you guys for your support. It means a lot. All right. So I guess I guess it's, do you mind if I make a call real quick, guys? Yeah, let's, uh, sure. you know, we can, we can be quiet while you call, I guess. Yeah. Could you just, yeah. Don't, uh, you feel free to listen. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Hey. Yeah. I'm not going to leave. Mikasa Sukasa, you know? All right. All right. Um. Thank you for calling Toilets R Us. This is Melanie. Hey, Melanie, I think we spoke last week. Um, <laughs> oh, what's your name? Excuse me? <laughs> St- Are you there? Uh, my name is Stephen. I'm sorry, Stephen. I, I speak with a lot of people, uh, but oh, sorry. I'm Stephen, really glad. Did we help you last time you spoke with us? How can I help yeah. you today? Yeah, Stephen, last name, Butterpeach. Stephen Butterpeach. Let me just take a look. Take a look at our, our paperwork here. Sorry. We actually, our digital system is down, so we are switching oh, to can paper. You, can you mute the mic for a second? Uh, you use an alias when you're talking to your toilet supplier? Mm, mm. Yes. Steven, uh, Steven Shh, Butter uh, yeah, Cheeks. Don't tell him that. <laughs> okay. Hello, sir? Yeah, yes. Mel- Melanie. 
Yes, uh, I see a Stephen Buttercheeks. Buttercheeks. Buttercheeks, no. It's Butter Peach. There, uh, there's three E's in peach. Mm, oh, yes, 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 yes. You're, you're right there. Yes. Um, I see that you placed an order for 27 toilets on, uh, let's see, it was the 27th? It's 27. That doesn't 27 sound right. 27 on the 27th. Isn't that funny? Yeah, well... Why did I get only one toilet? Oh, are you saying there was something wrong with your order, sir? Yeah, I only have one toilet here. Um, now, I listen, well, I, I'm not sure how you guys do things over there at Toilets R Us. I've seen this a hundred times. I've dealt with a, many a toilet companies. <laughs> and I, do you know what I do for a living? You don't know um, what I do for a living, Melanie. I uh, wouldn't talk to you I, I'm about not my sure. job. That's okay. That that's not very relevant to what we what we're discussing. But you know what? That's not for me to say. Uh, I'm sure you do a wonderful job. Uh, but I do want to say uh, well, our slogan here at Toilets R Us is "Buy 27 toilets, get only one." That's our special. Wait, I thought you buy 27 toilets for the price of one. No, 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 no. One toilet for the price of 27. That's our slogan. I paid for 27 toilets. Well, you'll find that our toilets are the value of 27 toilets. So if you would like to have 27 toilets, that's going to be uh, 2,700 toilets, uh, which I don't think my math is quite right there. 270 toilets. Listen, I did not, listen. I did not get my I high school I just so diploma. happened to need 27 toilets because okay. of my line of work, which I will not be discussing with you, Melanie. And I see this ad. Buy 27 toilets. You pay for one. And I see this ad. I, see it, I have it right here. Toilets are us. Damn it. Well, I'm, um, I'm sorry, sir. You're going to have to read the fine print. Um, and uh, So what am I going to do with all these toilets? You only have... <laughs> you, you, do, you have enough toilets? You have too many toilets? Well... Because we don't offer a return policy. <laughs> now I have three toilets. I wanted 27 toilets originally. I'm confused. Used. You yeah. ordered 27, you only got one, but now you say you have three. Are you ordering from other toilet companies? I have other toilets. Well, sir, I am not sure how, how I can help you. This is, the, this is our policy. Uh, one toilet right. for the cost of 27. I'm, I'm really pay, sorry. Pay, would you like a voucher? I would like a voucher, yes. I was going to get to that. I would like a voucher, but I also, I'll pay half of... I'll pay some of those toilets. I understand. Well, would you like the voucher code? I would like the voucher code. Just please send it in an email. I do not want the voucher code, ma'am. Okay. Um, okay, what is your email? In my line of work, I'm very busy. I, I, I do not I, have time to put down a long voucher code. Send it in an email, please. I don't understand, but okay. Yes, what is your email, now, sir? Before I give you my email, I will pay for half of the toilets. Okay, so that's what? Give or take... 13.5 toilets. I'll pay for 13 and a half toilets. Um, you give me the voucher for the other toilets. I promise I'll pay, I'll pay for the rest of the toilets with the voucher. Okay, sir. All right. Um, so we'll go ahead and send you an email confirmation. And uh, what is your email address that we can reach you at? It's uh, toiletsaren'tus at gmail.com. 
Okay. Okie dokie, Roo. That has been sent. Uh, thank you so much again for calling Toilets R Us. Now, is there anything else I can help you with? Yeah, I love all the work you do over here at Toilets R Us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. Would um, you be willing to stay on for a quick five-question survey after this call? Oh, please. Yeah, I'll do anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Buttercheeks. I hope you have a wonderful what day. A peach. Thank you for shopping at Toilets R Us. Please stay tuned for this five-question survey. One, how many dumps do you typically take in a day? One, two, three, four, or five? <laughs> Thank you. How would you rate your customer satisfaction on a scale of one to five? Okay, do we have to listen to him do this survey the whole time? I don't know. It's a really long survey. Come on. Let's do your survey later, Stephen. How many? Oh, sorry. Hey, hey, guys. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I was was on the... You guys didn't hear any of that, did you? No, we heard every single word. Every single word. Oh. I do want to comment. I think you got bamboozled. Bamboozled, dude. You got Listen, ripped off by that toilet for company. 27 toilets, we are you're wasting for money. Thirteen and a half toilets, and you only got one so far. I didn't already pay for the 27. They're going to refund me on. Thir- I agreed to pay 13.5. Did you hear? You didn't hear the conversation. It's okay. Uh, it's fine. Maybe I missed a few parts. You, you I think may I heard have. the whole thing. It sounds like listen, you got ripped listen, off, buddy. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, yeah, sorry. I just I love that store so much. Yeah, I get it. You get attached to brands, I you get know, it. and you find yeah. the one you like that resonates yeah. with you. you I, know. I haven't, I didn't know you had that email address though. Toilets aren't us. That seems like a dig. Seems like a dig. Yeah, it seems like for someone who loves the brand, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I'm just, I'm I'm a, I'm an admirer from afar. You sound conflicted. Well, their toilets aren't him since he only got that one toilet. That's if he true. had 27, maybe he'd have the other email mm. address. Hey, don't but, rub it in. Don't well, I want you in. to have them. I just don't want you to overpay for the one toilet you got. Yeah, I'll come over there and take your toilet in the middle of the night. I'd like to see you try. I sleep on my toilet. It's going to be really hard. I'm a light sleeper. He does. <laughs> All right, well, I got a call to make. Okay. I well, mean, might that, as well. Uh, and then we can finish the podcast. I just got to go step out for a second and make this call. You can make it here. It's okay. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, we'll, we'll just make note yeah. of your social and sure. all that. Just for reference. For reference. For you the guys just, yeah, do what you got to do. I'll... Uh, let me just make this call. Yeah, beep, sure. Beep, 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 it's one of those European phone numbers. How long do you think take? It's a European number. Hold on. <laughs> Hello, Brian's taxidermy. Hey, I have uh, some questions about this piece I got from you. Yes, we do many pieces here, sir. Do you remember uh, order number 62493 BLT KFC CBS Yes ah yes it was the uh, the skunk yes. This is, that was that was that was our, one of our more recent pieces Now I don't think this is the same skunk I sent to you I'm sorry, sir. Because uh, I sent you the skunk. Uh, I sent you the my. Uh, I sent you my skunk, and uh, what I got back was a dog. You have a dog, sir. Well, I mean, unless you shaped my skunk. To, I mean, it looks similar to my skunk, but it is. Yeah, it's a dog. 
I can assure you this is not typical. We sent you a skunk. Now, is your address 521 Hitchcock Drive? Uh, no, that is not my address. Oh, That's no. See, because what happens in, in this, and I'm so sorry, I can, I can see what happened right now, sir, and I assure you that we will get this fixed. Let me ask you, was your order placed on sissiesplayhouse.com? Oh, of course. I place all my taxidermy orders through that oh. website. And you used the promo code SKUNK, did you? Yeah, yeah. Well, what other code would I use for my skunk? I, it's, I know it's a confusing marketing thing, you know, <laughs> these marketers these days. Uh, skunk is actually the name of the dog that you have in your hands. Oh, so the deal, the promo code I sent is you send in a skunk, you get back a taxidermy dog named Skunk? Yes. Now, were you expecting a real live skunk? I was expecting my skunk to be come back to me taxidermy. Oh, my, okay. Yeah, now, that now makes sense. Now, I sent sense. you a live skunk. Yes, you did. <laughs> Where's my skunk? I understand, sir. Like I, Please, calm I'll down. I'll send back the dog. I just want my skunk back. Listen. And you know, this isn't the first time this has happened to me either. I'll let you know. What was your name? Jeremy? No, my name is Susan. Susan. Susan? Susan. Susan. Yeah, Susan, uh, this is not the first time this has happened to me with your site. I keep sending you quality skunks to keep getting other animals. Well, sir, I can assure you that this will not happen again, and, you know, we we will get this rectified, and you will get your skunk. We just have to contact... Whoever placed an order for the dog named Skunk. Okay, do I have to contact them or do you have to contact them? We, sir, what kind of establishment do you think this is? Now, if you just don't talk about this to anyone. Well, no, I want to, you know what? I don't have a lot of confidence in your brand. I'd like to bring this person in right now. Can we just conference them in on the line? You want to conference in the person who has the dog named Skunk? Well, yeah, yeah. or, Or they have the skunk now, is that correct? Yeah. Can you add them I'm to the call? Con- I'm a little confused here. <laughs> I think they have my skunk. Well, I thought you had my skunk. I just have my skunk. I got a dog. Who's, whose dog is this? Someone ordered a skunk, like I said. And you have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find who has the skunk. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Do you have my my skunk? <laughs> Excuse me? Do you have my skunk? I'm nah. missing my dog. I'm missing my dog. I have a dog. Well, my dog. Well, you wait. Sir, 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 <laughs> sir. Mr. Wait. Explain Mi- yourself. Mr. Who Mr. Is this? Hemingsworth, please calm down. You, uh, it's, this is Brian from Brian's Taxidermy. And you ordered... I thought you were Susan. Where's Susan? But no. <laughs> yeah, this I'm Susan. This call is very confusing. I'm Susan. Susan with Brian. Brian's taxidermy. You said hey, yes, something about you. a dog. Do you, do you know what happened to my dog, Skunk? Are you calling about the, about the lost am, posters I put I, up? I believe no, you, the gentleman on the other line has your dog. Yeah, are you looking for a dog in a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, that's him. That's Skunk. How's he doing? Well, he'd be a lot better if he was my goddamn Skunk I ordered. I don't know anything about a skunk. You didn't get a skunk sent to your I, house. I, excuse me. Excuse me. 
I am looking for skunk, my dog, not a skunk. Uh, but I'll come get skunk from you if you have him. You bring me a taxidermied skunk, we can talk. Hang up the call, Susan. Hang up the call. Hey, wait, where's my dog? Uh, Mr. Mr. Hemingsway, Mr. Hemingsway, I'm so sorry. Uh, is he all right? Is he playful? Yeah, he, everything's fine. We will get it all worked out. Just go to just go to the forum on Sissy's Playhouse, dude, and we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay, you know what? I don't care. I don't know what kind of uh, kangaroo court you're running over there with your uh, Frank's taxidermy, whatever it is, but I want Brian's my skunk. Brian's taxidermy. Whatever. Oh, that I ordered from Frank's. I'm calling the wrong taxidermy place. I am Sir, this so happens sorry. all the time. I am so sorry. How's your wife doing? I don't know you. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not answering that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I me. guess yeah, I'll call the other company. Thank you for all your help. Oh, no problem, sir. All right, bye-bye. You know, now that I look back on it, we're all kind of hard on our customer service people. You know what? You're right. Uh, but... Sometimes you're just being taken advantage of as a customer, and you, you got to get somewhere with a little bit of, uh, of polite aggression. Right, Although I, I don't know that I can say I was very polite. Social elbow grease. Social hmm. elbow grease. Yeah, and to, you need that in, uh, in social distancing. I, I'm telling you, I have so many phone calls just to make today. You know, I mean, just, that's, all, that's all my day is, is talk, f- calling people, trying to get my services corrected over here. <laughs> services are all over the place. You need 27 toilets. You only got one. You think that little teenage 16-year-old Jason Bateman is behind all this? <gasps> oh, oh. He might be. He might be. Oh. Now, I hadn't I mean, considered that. We already know that there's some sort of Back to the Future thing going on with uh, Norman <laughs> from Chicago. So... <laughs> I guess what Jason Bateman would say right about now is, it's your move. You're going to no, laugh. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you would say that. That's what you're yeah, that laugh. is what he would say. I don't know why I said it's your move. <laughs> yeah, they, never say the, they never say it. Tune in next week for the show that we don't know we're going to watch yet. <laughs> but it's a mystery, and you're going to love it. Uh, well, come, in, come back to see us. Uh, come back to listen. Uh, we'll be playing more games, talking about more shows. Uh, will we ever find out what happened to Skunk? The taxidermied skunk. <laughs> it's working from home. <laughs> working from home, the podcast. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>